Hello, and welcome to the AL Cleanup Crew, a D&D live play podcast. Tonight, the party continues on the adventures based on Out of the Abyss. We play almost every Wednesday, 8.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you'd like to watch live, join us at twitch.tv slash rallysecurity. What will happen this week to our brave adventurers? We will find out in this episode of Out of the Abyss. All right. So last time on uh, Cleanup Crew, we uh, saw some things and some things happened. We uh, we dealt with some Modrums and uh, they they marched off and uh, there was a little bit of a communications challenge there. But um, everybody, you know, go in their separate ways amicably. But after a couple of uh, days travel, you came uh, across the sounds of battle. And as you got closer, uh, Gopher scouted ahead. And after a few minutes of hearing the battle continue and, and Gopher uh, not coming back, you, you crept forward to find uh, Gopher was uh, actually Gopher. Go ahead and roll a D100 for me. Caleron's ghost. Mm-hmm. Caleron's ghost. Um, D100, you said? Yes. Yeah, D100. Yes. And then... It just on its way. As well. Did it come? Ah, yes. And what was it? That appears to be a 64. 64. Nice. Uh, okay, and then roll a D10. 1D10. Never. So how many... So what was the result of the D10? Is it not in chat? Oh, I- yeah, it is one. It's showing up as one. Okay, nice. All right. So, uh, Gopher, you're experiencing vivid hallucinations, and you have disadvantage on ability checks. What would Gopher see in vivid hallucinations when there is a fight between uh, a, a a big two big creatures surrounded by some? Uh, howling gnolls and hyenas. Driders covering tons of people in tight binding silk and stabbing and looting and burning and marauding. Uh, yeah, that sounds pretty vivid to me. Uh, so, yep. So, Fenner, that's uh, what Gopher is experiencing when you walk up and like tap, tap him on the shoulder. Uh, and then the rest of the group had come up too, and Raka, I think, had also failed. So, what was Raka's result? Uh, I rolled a one. Uh, one on a on the D one hundred. Sure did. No, jeez. Wow. And then roll the D ten, please. If you haven't already, let me know what it was. Eight. An eight. All right. So for eight minutes, Raka, seeing this, uh, Raka retreats uh back into uh into her mind and becomes paralyzed. Just seeing all of this of happen is just too too much. All right. Uh, I have a deep uh, seated fear of gnolls. Apparently I didn't realize and they're really getting to me. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. All right. So, uh, so that's what you see. And as, as you had moved forward, the sounds of furious battle growing louder, the tunnel ends at a ledge above the floor in a large cavern, giving you a perfect view of the conflict below on the shores of an underground lake, a pack of frenzied gnolls and hyenas surrounds the demons standing nearly 20 feet tall with massive arms, clawed hands, cloven hooves and the head of a bull. Um, so if you remember, this is the Goristro uh, whose heart you need. And also, um, I think there was some uh, mushrooms that grow in their footsteps. Uh, and you need those as well. 
And then leading the gnolls is a figure of fearful countenance, 12 feet tall, with the head of a snarling amber hide, uh, with the head of a, a snarling amber eyed hyena. He's wielding a massive triple flail, uh, whose whirling head smash into the larger Garistro. You hear uh, over and over. Uh, let's see, Roger, you had done an insight check for Gash, and I think that was for Gash's reaction, right? Uh, yeah. So you hear uh, the gnolls uh, down below chanting something over and over and over. And you see Gash is just kind of also petrified, seemingly like Raka. Actually, let me roll for him. And then 10. Um, but uh, as he's standing there, he, he's, he just kind of the words almost like fall out of his mouth. And he just says, Yanagu. And it sounds similar enough to what the gnolls are chanting. You get the, the idea. It's the same thing like a name or a title of yes. whatever this thing is yeah exactly um uh so let's see what did uh roll to 20 oh yeah no he's he's also paralyzed yep uh so let's see we'll do uh i think that was paralyzed and i think so we'll just do that marker um okay so uh there's chanting the lar- the larger demon roars uh that's the Goristro charges forward quickly towards Yanagu, uh, slashing with its bull's horn and flailing with its claws, but to no avail, Yanagu evades or shrugs off its attacks, even as Noel archers start sh- peppering the Garistro with arrows. Um, the the Noles are all rushing forward as the Garisto falters, crashing to the ground. In less than a minute, the battle is won. The demon lord Yanagu pulls back on the Garistro's head by the horns uh, and rips out its throat with his teeth. He throws back his head and a howl of triumph echoes through the chamber, shaking the stones themselves. Uh, and I think it was Fenner that, that had wondered how gnolls are made. Uh, you see several hyenas nipping at Yonagu's heels, leap onto the Garistro's corpse and begins feasting on its flesh. And as you watch, these hyenas transform into gnolls. Is, is it some kind of infection of the blood that makes these things? I don't know, but uh, don't we need the parts from that thing? I think we need to uh, perhaps shoo those gnolls away so that we can get the parts. Uh, yeah, I'll. Uh, should we throw something at them, get their attention somehow? Aren't you waking in fear? Well, I didn't say that. I'm I'm thinking that in my mind. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, after after a few moments, uh, uh, Yunagu uh, stops uh, his uh, howl that's shaking the stones, uh, and then starts sniffing around, but in this direction. And you see, uh, with like a, just a shorter howl, almost a yip, uh, Yunagu starts dashing uh, down the hallway. Say in this direction. Are we in Foundry? We are not in Foundry. We're in Roll Twenty. Yeah, okay. we're on the uh, title page here. Yeah. Okay. I was going to say because I'm in Roll Twenty, but we're just on the title page, so I don't see when you said in this direction. I was like, wait, I'm not sure which direction. Oh, hello. Hey. <laughs> All right. Mm-hmm. So the hy- hyena guy goes running off over here. 
we need what the heart for, of this thing. Right. Uh, and now that um, the heart of the demon, which which one's the demon? The one that ran off thing, yeah. the red thing. I, I thought we did the heart of the Garistra. No, we need the yeah, heart need, of this thing. Need, yeah, that's the Garistra. Uh, yeah, we need that's its heart, and then we need the mushrooms. Those uh, little mushrooms yeah, there. It, now that the hyena has left, and this demon thing is dead. Uh, is Raka and our Noel friend still frightened? Uh, so Gash is paralyzed for another three minutes, and Raka has, uh, let's say another, let's say two and seven at this point. It's been about a minute. So that would put Gopher at uh, uh, being un, uh, unhallucinated now. What just happened down there? I'm going to stay here. Hooray. I come from this l- underdark land and I am greatly disturbed by what they've done. I, you I say you come from the land down under? <laughs> come from a land down under. <laughs> Biggie, Biggie, I, I, maybe I'm confused, but it looks like they just did at least 90% of our work for us. Don't we just need to go down there and carve young beast up a little bit and take his old pumping hard out or used to be pumping hard out of his chest. Yeah. There's just nine not so pleasant looking fellows down there. I mean, is it fireball time? Yeah. Roger, we both have fireball. Don't we? I have many fireball. All right. Let us go. Igorn is going to start going down. I think I'm just going to fireball from here. If that's all right. (laughs) Um, this I'm time, sort of, I'm sort of, is that a how big of a drop is that off the edge of, before I go dropping off after Vigorn? Did he just jump off a cliff? Yeah, I just jumped 30 feet. <laughs> uh, let's, let's say it's 10 feet. Let's say each of these are 10 feet. <laughs> I slid on my butt all the way down. Vigorn <laughs> does a much cooler kick slide down. <laughs> no, no, it's like a junior high girl sliding down a hill. <laughs> All right. So are we uh are you fireballing or are we rolling initiative for for something else? I I'm just trying to stay in front of the my uh magic wielders <laughs> so that when they fireball and something inevitably comes to feast on their livers, uh that I'm in the way of it. All right, let's do oh. this. Let's roll initiative. Yeah, uh, I whistle for my bat and uh gesture for Roger and go, get in the hair. What can I? By the way, can I tell what language uh, these hyenas are speaking? Uh, these gnolls, Abyssal. Abyssal? Uh They were speaking in knoll. Okay, all right. So they're not speaking under common or deep speech. Okay, okay, all right. I shall roll initiative them. Wow, Raka, that initiative will be great in seven and a half minutes. Yeah, seven more rounds. We're good. I rolled initiative, but it didn't show uh, up. Okay, it showed up. Uh, so let's see. It's seven rounds in a times, minute. Yeah, so I was just doing the math on that. Like four... Se- 70 rounds. Is it only <laughs> 70? Yeah, 10 rounds in a minute, because each round is 60 seconds. Oh, uh, that's right. Yes, my bad. I really wish I had something that would... Mm-hmm. Trump frighten, but I don't have anything on my spell list. I probably should look for something and get rid of web because any web I throw 
Roger's going to burn it up. Um, <laughs> uh, well, Fenner, you already jumped down, so I, I think uh, I, I can't really do not much I can work with for, for that since you're already out of the way. Um, okay. The ceiling board doesn't get rid of the frightened condition. Uh, no, this one, this one has a certain amount of time or there's another trigger uh, that would also end the condition. Um, okay. So, Raka, I'm just going to remove you from initiative for, for this one. Oh. Well, I mean, it's up to you. I can leave you on there, but we're going to be 70 rounds is... Um... <laughs> oh, no! Oh, she doesn't have... Does she, she doesn't get... Uh, saving throws on this, does she? No. Uh, she did. I have aria, aura of purity, but that only gives you advantage on on saving throws against those that condition. But if, there's, if she doesn't get any saving throws, that's not going to do any good. Okay. Uh, yeah, you can definitely remove me. There's certain bard classes where you can also uh, end up your effect. Uh, mm-hmm. Gopher and Roger, give me a a insight or medicine or uh some some other check to 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 think about some things. Arcana, sure. Fourteen. Was Gopher rolling? Nice. Uh, well, it's an intelligence save. You know what? I'll allow it. I'm sure a seventeen plus whatever. I have like no knowledges. If that's what we were asking for, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, that's fine. Seventeen plus whatever. Um, Raka, uh, you see like some, as, as, uh, Yanagu is, is running off some like dust falls, uh, on Raka and almost seems like it's, it's shaken Raka out of the paralysis, but doesn't seem to have been quite enough. So it, it seems like if the, if the rocks or dust had landed with a little more impact then maybe, uh, it would have shaken her up. Um, so we'll go ahead and Raka, I'll leave you an initiative for this turn. We'll go on to uh, Vigorn. Vigorn, what would you like to do? Uh, we will drop uh, some fireballs. Uh, let's okay. see here. How many fireballs would you like to drop today? Uh, just one fireball oh, to okay. start off with. All right. So I got this. I got this. I got my radius of 20. Let's see. Circle sphere. Where? All right, and I'm not going to put it on the uh, creature. The let's see, how many can I get without without hitting that creature? I'll get all those guys because I don't want to like burn up the body. You know what I mean? Uh, so you you know, yeah. All right, so I'm putting it there. I I don't know if uh, I don't know if nulls are resistant to fire or fireball. But I am going to toss fireball anyway. Is that okay? Uh, I love fireball. You do remember that you need these mushrooms. Oh. <laughs> uh, those mushrooms. I'm moving my fireball. <laughs> well, okay. So for the for the purposes of making this go a bit quicker, because this is not like a super difficult fight. Um mm-hmm. I mean, the Garisto didn't start its life here, so there there are other mushrooms around that you can gather. So, um, and then for for the like not burning up the corpse, it's a big creature. You only need its heart. You're pretty sure the fireball is not going to do that. It's a okay. demon. It's resistant to fire anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So right there, there's still two <laughs> mushrooms untouched. There you go. <laughs> 
so uh, they need to make dex save of 16 and it's 27. Uh, does the arcana, arcane firearm also go off? <laughs> That'd be crazy if it does. Uh, I have to look that up. Uh, arcane firearm. Okay, when you finish a long rest and your arcane firearm, when you use our arcane firearm as a spell casting focus for your artifice spells, when you cast artificer spell through a firearm, you gain one d8 plus one of the. I guess I'm using my gun and shooting off the fireball from my gun. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it streaks out of the gun and kaboom. Yeah, there's a there's a fireball. It's it's like a, a flare gun. Uh, so it was thirty damage total. Was that right? Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, pretty much. Uh. I think two saved, so they're going to take less. Um, should have put my API scripts into this game. That would make this uh, have taken much less time. Do that next time. It would still take the full arcane firearm damage, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, does it take the full arcane? Um, that's a good question. Let me look at the arcane firearm. Again, plus 1d8 to one of the spells damage rolls. Okay, one of the spells damage rolls. No, so it's half. So it's actually, so it's 30 fired. I guess it's 30 fire damage, period. Divided in half if they survive. So that's 15. If they not survive, but if they, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, I got it. All right. So that was that fireball. Uh, You hear some howls. They are definitely aware that you're here now. Uh, but get they, away from the body they will still be you say hear the howls the, the howls inside the fire or you hear howls from other directions uh from inside the fire okay <laughs> all right and i'm going to use my bonus action to shoot my force ballista it's uh it's a little it's a little guy now i made him a he's basically a, a, sitting on my wrist okay. and uh i'm going to fire that i did cast him before uh before this whole thing happened sure so i am you know i know he only la- lasts 10 minutes so yeah no uh, problem. and geez uh, 13 i'm shooting at one of them uh closest one i'll shoot at that one and that probably misses uh it does miss okay well end of turn all right roger that looked like a really good idea but roger do you have a right. uh, flare gun too um i am going to actually uh i've never actually used this before but i'm going to use empowered spell to roll up to five of my dice and i'm going to re-roll one two three i'm going to re-roll four of those okay worked out in my favor yeah um so what's the new total i'm doing the math real quick 37 would be 30 47 total And you burn up all of them and the corpse, and we just see char. Right. Nice. So, um, let's see. These, it, it, these ones are gone. Oops. Got the one that, that rolled initiative. Are, uh, are those dead are gone, dead. even if they succeed on the on the roll. Uh, so, then for this one, uh, does succeed. So, he's going to take the uh, 23, but he's looking real bad. And then this one. Uh, rolls an eight, so it's going to take the full. Uh, let's see, was it forty-seven? And that one is also yes. looking pretty much dead. Anything else, for Roger? Um, 
I don't know if you'd allow this or if Rocco would allow this, but if you would, using my bonus action, either item interaction and movement, I would walk over to Rocca and try and push her off the cliff. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I'm going to let it happen. Okay. Uh, so Rocca consents. Uh, uh, give me a... Hold on, let me look. You know, I'm I'm not going to look up the rules. I was just thinking like paralyzed, auto-failing, like strength or dexterity checks or something like that. Um, so it was 10 feet, so a d6 of falling damage. Rocky, take five falling damage, but it seems to, the, the impact seems to knock you out of the paralysis. Sorry, I hope that helped. Sorry. Ouch. Oh, thank you. Uh, okay. So there's that. Anything else, Roger? Oh, no, I think I've done enough. Okay. Uh, Fenner. All right. Um, how did I end up having a better role than these things? Um... Let's see how far, and I've got the another. Is that another ten foot drop? It is. Yep. All right, I can get to this one with a cool slide. All right, so it'd be difficult terrain, but you do have enough movement speed to get there. Yep. Uh, and I will. I'm not going to waste an action to get uh, the old sun sword, so I'm going to get a regular long sword plus one for a couple of attacks. Uh, 27 that will hit and are you doing it one or two-handed uh one-handed for nine slashing all right got it because i've got a, a shield in my other hand it looks very and, I, and now almost up and then i will go ahead and um use my uh gathered swarm to give it an extra d6 Ooh, so an extra five that is enough your gathered swarm uh that's the last amount of damage. So the, the yellow jackets of my cape swing around from the tail and slap it in the face, uh, <laughs> uh, taking it out with a number of puncture wounds. And I do not have enough movement to get to the other uh, foes, so that will be end of turn. Alrighty. It is its turn. Uh, hmm. So you see this knoll looks... It stands about a foot taller than the other gnolls did. Um, and it kind of rears up and looks at you all for a moment. And then it tilts back its head and lets forth a howl. Uh, and then it's going to run. <laughs> uh, and it's going to get to there. And it seems like it's uh, being a bit more evasive, uh, like you've seen some creatures be sometimes. Uh, Rocket, your turn. All right, let me see if I can reach this thing. Oh, yes. Um, so Raka being uh, a bit scared of these gnolls um, is just going to run with her eyes squinted so she can't really see it super clearly. Just going to start screaming and running. Um, and is going to stop 10 feet away instead of getting super close to it. And she's going to use this new move where she like really swings her axe around and manage to extend it an extra five feet with um, a lunging attack, or I'm sorry, a sweeping attack. All right. Um, so it is being a bit more evasive, taking the dodge action, which I think... Uh, gives disadvantage on attacks. Let me look. All right. Let me look it up just to make sure. 
when you take a dodge action, you focus entirely on avoiding attacks until the start of your next turn. Any attack roll made against you has disadvantage if you can see the attacker, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Yep. Oof. So a twelve. Uh, it it dodges out of the way. It can't dodge that second one though. Um, All right. And that is enough. Uh, so it it tilts its head back to howl again, but uh, the howl is uh, cut off uh, after you know it it gets out just a. The, the start of the howl. And the two was technically an extra two points of damage from the uh, lunging attack. That's, that's about six more damage. <laughs> yep. Well, six more than you needed. So uh, you're good. Uh, so with that, you do hear a far off uh, rumbling howl. Uh, it seems that uh, maybe Nagu, who had uh, run off, uh, is answered and uh, will be returning in some amount of time. I think now's the time, everyone. Hurry, grab the things. I'll I'll grab my longsword long and jump up on the thing's chest and say, uh, Vigorn, uh, Roger, y'all might want to start uh, 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 working on gathering some of them mushrooms, and I will start to carve into its chest. Alrighty. I will go and start picking mushrooms. Mm-hmm. Rock is going to help out Fenner. Yeah, so Raka and Fenner, you're you're working on the heart. Roger, you're gathering the mushrooms. Vigorn, are you gathering the mushrooms? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. And then what's Gopher up to? Gopher. Yep. Sorry, the switch is upside down. <laughs> um, I, I, there are no turns now. That really, that really did end. Okay, I was expecting another one. <laughs> I was like, why are you asking what I'm up to? Um, we go around. There will be. I'm just gonna be uh, scrounging around um, for funguses and uh, looting the area for anything valuable. I'll be. I'll take a little extra time to search. Okay. Yeah, you do see that the the knolls weapons and all were destroyed uh, by the fireballs. Um, not too much fungus in the immediate area, also due to the fireballs. Uh, except for the mushrooms uh, and the the hearts being worked on, um, but yeah, you you I think um, you, the time is is spent uh, gathering uh, maybe some food that's nearby, foraging real quick. Okay, if it, it, that sounds like it was what you were looking to do, yeah. And then uh, I I I'm not sure if I said it before, but um, when we leveled up, I forgot to mention um, that my base intention when we're walking around these days if i'm not specifying otherwise is looking specifically for traps secret doors um because it doesn't slow me down to do so at all and it uses my passive investigation ah you took the dungeon delver feet yes i finally made myself fully useful (laughs) (laughs) ah uh okay uh i'll i'll keep that in mind all right so uh, uh we also need blood right uh let's see scrolling up i think uh, 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 go to stro 13 uh, to masks and a few yeah. drops of blood so the okay. um the blood you do find some on uh i believe it's the garistro's horns you're able to see that uh they fortunately the head was in the other direction from where all the fireballs went off so the horns were not uh, touched and the blood was not burned and you do see that there's a uh, a good bit of blood that can be uh, gathered from the the horns <laughs> okay 
So you. Got- I think we have everything we else we need. Everybody, let's. Uh, we should head back now. Let's see. These Good mushrooms idea. will go well in a stew. I can saute these <laughs> and put them on a steak. I'll save these and microdose later tonight. And uh, from down the hallway, you do hear another howl, and uh, the ground begins to shake a bit. Okay, time and to go. That means yeah. Move, 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 everyone. Come on. Yep. So there's two two different uh, exits, or the way you came. Either one would be fine. Uh, Gash uh, seems to still be uh, paralyzed for the. Uh, I think it's. I think it's been enough. Okay. Sorry, Rocket Run. Mm-hmm. Smack him in the head, but that works. Yeah. <laughs> so you do you do some damage to him, but it, it shakes him out. He doesn't seem to really react as he's uh, able to move. Um, he turns to the group and just uh, barks out, run! <laughs> and uh, begins to do so. Mm-hmm. Oh, wait, this way! Okay. Is that rough terrain going up, or are we? Ca- am I counting distance or just moving? Uh, you're just moving, it's fine. You don't need to count. Alright, uh, right. following the group. All right. Even though Gopher seems to be stuck in in place as normal, uh, Gopher. I am having some severe issues with this browser right now. That's all right. So you're you're following the group too, right? Uh, uh, it, it, I would like to, to lead. Yeah, no problem. Uh, so Gopher is up front. The group is leaving. Uh, let's see, Fenner. Uh, you're kind of the last one in the group, and you have a pretty good line of sight. Um, uh, down, uh, what's your dark vision? Uh, 60. 60 feet. Uh, okay, it's fine. So, um, it's, it's kind of hard to see, but just at the edge of your dark vision, um, you see, uh, a creature, uh, you had just seen stalk away, uh, sniffing in the area and, uh, you hear the, the ground shaking howl again as your group starts running down the hallway. Uh, or down the top. Right. Um, I'm gonna say, gang, it's uh, it is time to beat feet, if you would, and uh, do me a favor. And uh, oh, do I not have it? Is this a uh, I do. By the way, yeah. Okay. I, well, I'm trying to hurry them along, and I was going to cast pass without trace. Nice. Yeah. So you you do so. Um. Uh, Fenner, you and Gash are the, well, we'll put Gash right here. So it's more dramatic this way. Um, there's like a thud as it seems, uh, Yanagu jumped. Um, uh, but you're, you're running into this like crevice, this tunnel. Um, and it seems he's too big to, to squeeze in after you, but that ground shaking howl, you feel it like emanating right behind you. And it echoes down the tunnel as the group is running away. Uh, and he seems to be kind of looking for a way to get to you. Um, but the group is able to uh, to keep on running down the tunnel and away. But uh, it seems Inagu uh, is on your scent. So have we seen Inagu in the past? It doesn't seem related going all the way back to that thing that popped out of the... Uh out of the lake in the, you know, our first encounter way, way back when it, this is, uh, this is, this is a new creature to us. I think this is the first time you've encountered Janagu. Gotcha. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. 
All right. Uh, so who, uh, let's see, Rocket and Fenner, you were, uh, you had gotten the heart out of the grocery, right? Right. Yes. So who is holding the heart? Uh, I was cutting, so I would have handed it to Raka. I just got blood all over my forearms, but I'm not actually <laughs> holding it. All right. Nice. So Raka, the massive heart is the size of a small, uh, trunk or like carrying case, uh, weighs about a hundred pounds. And as you're running and you hear Yanagu howling behind and as the echo of the howl fades, it almost seems like you hear the heart that you're holding beating. I, I think it's talking to me. Oh, whatever it says is probably a good idea. All right. Uh, uh, what's so- it saying? Keep saying thump thump, but <laughs> I'll keep listening for anything else. All right. Uh, so uh, you are able to make it away uh, and travel for uh, a bit. You feel like you're at least on your way to the next thing. Eat angel feathers. This is true. I, I don't know if we're doing pacing right now, but if we're being chased by a monster, we might want to go at a faster pace. Mm-hmm. And since uh, the Finner is used to leading with uh, uh, Gopher's newfound uh Skill set and, and courage. Fenner will drop back to the tail end to protect our back trail and try to cover tracks as much as possible. And of course, I've got my bat out front. Sure. Yeah. My bibbity bat. So anywhere that I can obscure our our tra- our footprints and things like that, to try to at least as quick, you know, with limited amount of time, trying to throw off the scent as much as possible. All right, sure. Give me a uh, throw a demon lord of the abyss off of our trail check. Would that be survival or stealth? That is up to you. Whichever one you want to do. I mean, uh, survival. Give, survival. That's that's always that's always my best. <laughs> yeah. And it makes sense, you know, if you're behind and you're trying to like yeah. you know cover up tracks and do stuff like that. That is pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. For for most creatures, it would be very very difficult to track you. For most creatures, okay. I am going to assist by leaving a snare trap. Nice. Yeah, that's definitely going to kill Yanagu. <laughs> hey, listen, this is the first time it seemed even remotely applicable, and I am proud to do it. No, I I like it because I almost never. In fact, I think this is only the second time in the the couple of years, you know, the the five or so years I've been playing D anD D, where I've ever seen a trap employed. So I, I like this it. is specifically why I am doing it, and I am beaming with with pride right now. You know, it it does. Uh, you know, there was a Noel Scout, and you you took him out. <laughs> oh my heart is blow they're, they're done that was it mm-hmm. uh, alright so uh, you do have one two three uh, about four weeks of travel to uh, to the next uh, actually mm-hmm, mm-hmm. okay four weeks yeah, of well, travel with a raw demon heart I hope it doesn't mm-hmm. start to rot I'm sure it's fine. Uh, would you would you do anything to try to keep that from happening? Or uh, uh, Vigorn could try to build like uh, some kind of ice box that uh, we could store it in. Yeah. Okay. No. No bags of holding or anything like that in the group. Mm, I don't think we have bags of holding. 
I don't have bags of holding. I was pretty sure that we had bag of holding. Hold on. Okay, I do not have a bag of holding. I know Victoria does. Um, mm-hmm. I do not. Okay. Bag of holding. There it is. Nice. Mm-hmm. There you go. Um, all right. So yeah, if that becomes a concern, you can put it in the the bag of holding the extra dimensional space. Um, Raka, for some reason, it, it it's maybe like a uh, I forget. It's uh, I forget the medical term, maybe psychosomatic, uh, something like that. But you, you occasionally swear you hear like the, the heart beating. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The even telltale though, heart. Yeah. <laughs> even though it's in the bag of holding in another dimension, it's like uh, sometimes you swear you hear your, you feel like your phone going off in your pocket. But, you know, it wasn't it's it's that kind of thing. Um, <laughs> Rock is going to keep like touching her ears and like touching different parts of herself, like worried it's, it's coming after her. Uh, okay. So, uh, Fenner, uh, let's do a, a survival check for the next part as well. Just to figure out where you're going. Nice. Okay. More than enough. Um, so you're, you're able to travel. And so everybody can take a long rest. Uh, you do travel for, uh, about two weeks. Yeah, yeah, two to three weeks. Um, and uh, let's see. Uh, Gash tells you that he knows of a settlement up ahead. Um, if uh, you wanted to stop there for supplies, do we need supplies? We're not going to be hurting for food. I've got the uh, is it Outlander background that allows me. I can at least find enough food to cover us for to get by. So it's not like we have to worry about rations. Uh, I think you are kind of traveling with a small army, though. I'm not sure how many. That... <laughs> oh, yeah. So um, uh, where is it? Uh, I think I had it written down. Did it have a number of people? Oh, where's the background? Where does it give you the? It's it's fine. Um, so, yeah. I mean, you can you can stop at the 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 settlement that Gash knows of if you want to, um, or you can you know continue on uh, and Fenner uh, between Fenner Raka go for uh, forage probably enough to feed your small army. So it's up to you. Yeah. And what's our what's our sorry just backing up? What's our small army? Who do we have other than Gash? Who would we have with us? <laughs> yeah. Are we still carrying around some of the people that were originally prisoners with us? Way back when, I thought they were all gone. Uh, yeah, no, they they have left, but you do have the folks. If you remember, you went uh, to, uh, you picked up folks from the the Harpers and the, uh, the Zentarum, and then there was uh, some other folks that you picked up in various places. I think maybe some of the dwarves came f- as well. There was some mm-hmm. meeting with all the factions where you you picked up a whole bunch of people. Yeah, we got like a bunch of protectors. Ain't we the popular ones? Mm-hmm. Yeah, somehow they're they're always busy uh, guarding the rear whenever there's a fight. But you're, <laughs> you, you know, nobody is probably sneaking up on you, unless they mm-hmm. have plot armor. In which case, yeah. <laughs> T- tons of monsters have attacked us. We just haven't seen them because we've been protected. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> the, the the Underdark is just crawling with creatures and your mm-hmm. your small army is taking care of it. So you only have a manageable amount. <laughs> hey folks, I'm going to step civilization away for just a eventually. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
be it back to civilization eventually, and some random commoner is now a level 10 fighter. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh, okay, so we are we stopping at this settlement, or are we, uh, you know, keep on trucking on our own? Uh, if we have to feed our army, I guess we'll have to stop the settlement. Yep. We have that many people. We're going to have to at least stop and get some rations to make it easier if we're going to try to go quickly. Sure. Yeah. All right. So, Which may be a terrible mistake for letting it catch up, but sure. Better than starving. So yeah, you, Yanagu, you do occasionally hear like the far off echo of a howl. So you do think that uh, Yanagu's out somewhere on your back trail. But uh, traveling for, you know, that, that happens maybe uh, every couple of days or so you hear a, a far off howl, sometimes closer, sometimes farther away. But after uh, a couple of weeks of travel, you do eventually get to a place. Uh, Gash tells you um, it's it's up ahead uh, here, here uh, and uh, gestures to a cavern up ahead that opens uh, and it looks like a settlement with crudely built shanties and tents lining its irregular walls. Um, and it appears to be deserted. Let me, I think I have a map. I do have a map. Hey, I have a map. Uh, let's see. Where's the party? I need to copy the party over. Let's go back here. Nagu, get out of the way, please. Thanks. Okay. Uh, I'll just, uh, I'll just set you all down here. Sure. Okay. And then there you go. Uh, is everybody able to see? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. You see something up here. Something is labeled. Yeah. So um, the cavern opens. You hear uh, it, it appears to be deserted except for uh, a lone human. Oh, uh, this, this, oh and uh, back out of the game. All right. Load back into the game here. Might be on a background layer or something. It's kind of faded. It's a little mushroom courtyard or whatever. Oh, hello. Uh, so you see, uh, it, it, the the settlement appears to be deserted, except for a lone human male kneeling within a circle of burning torch stock mushrooms. And I guess we'll move everybody closer just to make sure that we're all within dark vision range of this thing. Is everybody able to see up here? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I thought it was faded for me, but it was just we were too far away. <laughs> there we go. Um, so uh, appears to be kneeling within a circle of burning torch stock mushrooms in the center of the cave. Uh, and two ragged figures lurking near a Zirkwood door set into a wall 30 feet distance. The figure in the circle is praying over a rotting minotaur head, but stands when he sees you. He's a thin human, and his arm, his face and arms are streaked with dry blood. And uh, he holds out his hands and he says, Friends, I have heard the call, and I hope you have too. With my own eyes, I saw our great lord, Yanagu, slaughter the Minotaurs that had plagued us. Now we are free and strong with his blessings. We feast while we live, thanks to our lord, we will also feast when we are dead. If you've heard the call, come join my pack and feel the strength of Yanagu. The figure smiles as he speaks, revealing teeth filed to sharp points. At which point oh. I'll look at the group and say, Roger, that seems like he's talking your language, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's asking me to fireball him. 
<laughs> uh, and and as he finishes his sentence, uh, you uh, let's see, who has the highest passive perception? Probably Fender. I've got seventeen. Yeah, Fender. Uh, around the settlement, you see, uh, it's just little places here and there, but uh, you see a couple of folks uh, just start to stir a little bit. Uh, we are not as alone as we thought we were. It's more than just granddaddy crazy legs that we got to worry about. Um, don't attack us. We are also servants of Yanagu. <laughs> okay, Rocket, give me a deception check. All right. All right. We'll see. Where do you roll? 16. Uh, if you want a flash of genius, I could certainly give that to you. Sure. Ability check. Uh, <laughs> I point at you and be like, ah, yeah, she's telling the truth. Uh, so so uh, that's a uh, D. I guess you want me to roll a four? A roll. Well, it's just nope. your, uh, it's your intelligence. Plus four. Plus four. Yep. Yes. Yep. Plus so four. total of 20. Mm-hmm. So, uh, okay. Nice. So, uh, Raka and uh, Vigorn, as you say this, um, you see Grisha's uh, smile widens just a little bit more. The the sharp teeth poking out. Yeah, the sharp pointy teeth matching yours, Raka. And Grisha says, ah, my kin, welcome. Welcome to the Filthrins. Oh, the, yes, we have been looking for the Filthrins for so long. We are exhausted. You should give us golden food. Well, uh, we are feasting on Minotaurs, but gold is a bit hard to come by down here. But come, come, my, my family, gather around. We'll share a meal. That sounds great. Raka rushes up to reap whatever rewards Grisha wants to give her. Yeah, so uh, Grisha uh, calls out and you see a couple of uh, folks uh, start uh, gathering around, start like basically bringing out some some food and stuff. Do these Um, women look look as weird as they appear to be? Uh, Yeah. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I mean, as, I'm not one to judge appearance, but as you move up, <laughs> this one over here, uh, it like uh, is is uh, bringing over like some baskets of uh, some sort of like foods or something and gives you like a, a, sh- a sh- like tilts her head a little bit, gives you a, a shy smile and you can see her pointy teeth, you know, as she smiles at you. Vigorn smiles back. All right. Very good. <laughs> Uh, so Grisha uh, r- comes out of the tent, uh, basically pulling like some sort of uh, like a, a camp uh, table, basically made out of uh, some mushroom uh, zerkwood, I think. Uh, and and just, you know, starts uh, the, the food is brought out and uh, some folks, uh, you know, stream in to like smile and, and say hi and like introduce themselves and then go back out to, you know, working on whatever they're working on. Uh, but Grisha tells you uh, about the history of the Filthridens and he tells you, um, you know, the uh, our, our settlement was nearly destroyed, but um you know, after uh, a few hard years, it, you know, we seemed like it, it seemed like we were making do. And then they 
they came and we were almost run down underfoot. They, they oppressed us terribly, the Minotaurs. And they demanded all of our gold, all of our treasure, everything of value. They wanted it all. And so we were, we were under their hoof for many years. And then, like a, like a dream, uh, you know, we'd, we'd secretly to ourselves, we'd, we'd called out for, you know, rescue for uh, intervention from the gods. And finally, one showed up. Uh, Yanagu, he came and he slayed the Minotaurs and and saved us all. I myself, even before the Minotaurs, had been uh, under the impression of the Drow, and uh, so I, I was no stranger to to that oppression. But here we are, we are free people now, and we we freely worship Yanagu, who has saved us. Well, not all drow are are evil. No, that's saying, true. You summon this thing to protect you and your people. It it seems a little weird that you would trot that out, but okay, yeah, I, I get your point about the drow. Um, and uh, we, I <laughs> I don't know if we, uh, summoned it, but, uh, you know, the the great Yunagu definitely answered our call and freed us from the Minotaurs. Awfully kind of him, I guess. Yanagu be praised. Raka just like um, does some like wild hand motions in the air while she says that. Yep. Mm-hmm. So uh, Grisha kind of looks at uh, Fedor like, oh, how dare you? But then everyone uh, with Raka calling that out, uh, everyone around starts to join in. Yanagu. Rocco's like looking desperately around like I'm way sucked into this and I'm not sure what to do. <laughs> <laughs> You've dug yourself in so deep you're looking for the way out. Exactly. She's just looking at her party. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, Rocco, I think I have some fried minotaur here that we can celebrate with and just pull out some random jerky and pass it up around to the, our party. We don't have to actually eat whatever it is they're offering. <laughs> Yeah, what kind of food are these guys offering? Uh well there's uh Minotaur brisket. And, okay. Uh Minotaur uh I, I don't know, Minotaur liver and mm-hmm, uh, Minotaur, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, old Minotaur sandwiches. Yes, yes. Yeah, yeah. Roast uh, uh a little Minotaur French dip. Yep. Uh okay, okay. Uh so there's uh Minotaurs in a blanket. Uh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Can I get some Swedish Minotaur balls? I mean, uh. Minotaur doesn't like it. I'm not going to lie. Partially. This is quite partial. Quite partial. Is this enough to feed our army? Uh, it doesn't seem like. I mean, it's enough to feed the people here, but. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, it doesn't seem like it would be enough to feed the army. I, I mean, it, it'll do for a couple of days' rations. <laughs> You know, maybe we can just, you know, sort of stay the night and then continue our hunt for more evil minotaurs tomorrow. Good idea. That's a good idea, Roger. I don't know that we should spend the night. If we're going to hunt these minotaurs and exact revenge for their evil blasphemy against these good people, then we probably ought to skedaddle. 
and uh, Gash, uh, hearing the talk about the Minotaur, steps forward and says, Ah, yes, uh, praise uh, Yanagu, and kind of looks around at the party, really confused, but says uh, excitedly, I myself was oppressed by the Minotaurs, and these good people set me free. How uh, great was it that Yanagu answered your call. Um, you know, he, Yanagu must have sent uh, these people for me. Yes, uh, fight the man, the tar, the upper power <laughs> fist. All right. Um, so I think we're agreed. We need to continue our Minotaur hunt. Yes, I have no wish to actually spend the night here. <laughs> I'm not saying that out loud in front of uh, Grisha, but Fenner's mm-hmm. a little freaked out by this dude. <laughs> Great hospitality. Thank you so much. Yanago praise you. Yes, yes. Yanago be praised. Uh, well, um, I, I understand needing to, to keep on and bless you for, for taking on the Minotaurs wherever they be. Uh, uh, Yanagu, bless you on your travels and and uh, uh my my kin uh gather uh some of those uh Swedish Minotaur balls and the Minotaurs in a blanket for our friends as they travel. Mm-hmm. So you're do, do these um people that are traveling with Grisha, do they look familiar to us at all as to what type of creature they are? Uh it's it's a pretty standard uh mix of uh underdark folks uh so it's roger will sorry it's a mix of uh like underdark exiles refugees from other towns you can see there's you know dwarves uh drow humans just all kinds of uh folks down here um uh so they the grisha shared about the food shortages uh the minotaurs uh from time to time dragging off screaming prisoners to meet a grisly fate um and uh just you know taking out the the minotaurs uh and and oh i forgot uh the there's uh by gash there's uh grisha has uh, taken the head of a slain minotaur and brought it back and it's uh now like a talisman of uh the settlement here <coughs> Oh my! Yeah, hey, work. Um, okay, but yeah, so you you have uh, provisions for a while, Minotaur, uh, for you if you want, or you can pass it on to uh, your your small army, and you know they'll have uh, some rations for a bit. Yeah, Roger would just hand anything he was given off to the, the followers, the camp followers. Might be selfish and take as much of of it as I am allowed. Sounds delicious. Uh, and remind me, do we go to 9.30 or 10.30? Uh, 10.30. 10.30. So we've got about 30 minutes left. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. I think, uh, Rocky, you said you're already ready for the next chapter? Yeah. Okay. So uh, we can start into this next part and we'll see. It might take us another session to get through, um, but we'll see. Um, so it sounds like you're heading out from this settlement, right? 
Yeah. 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 I, we're, we are not spending. We're, I'm not closing my eyes. <laughs> I, I, I can't, why not? Can't imagine. Why. I think as we're getting ready to leave, Roger is going to do Grisha and the villagers a favor and he's going to untie a, a small pouch sack thing that from, from the side of his backpack and empty it out it, on their table. And it's just a collection of absolutely random mushrooms like the prettiest and most colorful ones he could find. He's seen uh, Gopher and others picking mushrooms for food. And so he started picking random ones as he's traveled. He has no clue what's safe to eat or not. He's just been <laughs> gathering them. And so he's like, oh, here, let me add to your your food for your feast. And it's just, you know, there's a red one. There's a yellow one. There's one that's turning kind of blue. You know? well, yeah. Thank Paladar and Stur- Smooth Hands for. Uh for Fenner odd. Uh, so uh, Grisha just kind of like looks at you, looks down at the table and then looks up at you and then smiles real big and says, <laughs> yes, you be praised. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gugu Shababa. Yes. All right. So uh, <laughs> it's about two weeks travel from this place. Uh, Fenner, can I get a survival check or Raka or whoever's doing the survival for the party? Oh, not my death roll. I think it's gopher, right? Yeah, it's a long rest. Was it gopher? A gopher. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm not survival. <laughs> okay. Uh, my bad. Okay. Um, so it it does take uh, a couple of weeks. Uh, you do uh, travel to the next place where you've heard, uh, or you you have, uh, you know, basically some some idea. Uh, you've heard about the gallery of angels from information that you've gathered from various places. Um. Uh, and I think Vizarin probably would have gave, given you as much information as he knew of, um, but you think you're getting close. So about two weeks later, the howls of Yunagu still occasionally, you know, heard echoing behind, or maybe it's just in your mind. You're not sure at this point, um, <laughs> but the, the passage you follow climbs upward as it corks through corkscrews through stone, finally emerging through the floor of a large cavern. Um, and let me see. Oh, I do have it. So let me, uh, copy pasta the party. Mm-hmm. And we'll start. Joking. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, so hopefully everyone can see the, the map. Mm-hmm. All right. Yep. Uh, okay. So the uh, the passage you follow climbs upward as it corkscrews through stone, finally emerging through the floor of a large cavern. The ceiling arches uh, 60 feet overhead, bristling with stalactites that drip water onto stalagmites rising from the uneven and broken floor. Uh, here and there between the stalagmites, several statues of winged humanoids and let me i think i have uh let's see several statues of winged humanoids are set in poses of suffering and anguish some cover their faces while others claw at them others reach toward the ceiling their faces twisted into expressions of longing yeah not 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 horrifying at all Mm -hmm. can we tell what these winged humanoids are and or do they look like actual humans just with wings? Uh, you, uh, I think, would have heard enough from Vizern to know that these are actual like angels. Ooh, okay. And are these like uh, the weeping angels in Doctor Who? 
I was going to ask if they moved when you weren't looking at them. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we can find out. Okay, on the count of three, everybody face back the way we came, and then on the count of three, we all turn around again. Okay, one, <laughs> two, three, <laughs> one, do it. two, three. <laughs> do they all uh, move closer towards us? Uh, are you able to see the map? Uh, yeah. I can't actually see them yet. Oh, I didn't give any heavy babies. I see the tunnel. Yeah. All right, we'll see uh, one. I will here. I will cast my my little uh, uh um a friend uh, if I can. Sure. So he will last for 10 minutes. As usual with Rocky goes first, Fenner's guarding the <coughs> rear of the party. Yeah. I can send my my drone forward. Um I will give it the command to fly forward and then come back and tell us if it's safe or not. Uh, uh, to uh, For safety, uh, he gives a thumbs up. For danger, he gives a thumbs down. And I'm not sure if flies have thumbs. Yeah. So it, it flies up ahead and buzzes around for a while, and then it flies back and it gives you uh, two thumbs up. Hey! All right, it's fine, everybody. Keep going, Raka. Okay, here we go. <laughs> yeah, so you know, for Vizern's ritual, you needed uh, at least one feather, one stone feather from each of the angels' wings. Uh, at least six different angels. <clears throat> oh, well, I guess we need feathers. Um, I'm worried if I pluck a feather, I'll break something. Maybe somebody more delicate. I mean, I I can try, but I'm not the most graceful of creatures. Yeah, for this might be uh, right up your alley, my friend. <laughs> uh, let's see. I mean, acrobatics. He turns around, not knowing where Gopher went. <laughs> I mean, if we're going acrobatics, I'm plus seven in acrobatics. <laughs> uh, does it? Uh, uh, Vigorn will come over and, and look at the angel uh, as close as possible without touching it. Uh, can he figure out if he can take a wing or not? Uh, I mean, not a wing, it, a feather. It looks a like feather. it would take a bit to to chisel off the the whole wing, but yeah, the the feather would take uh, take a bit. Okay. Roger looks around. Does it look like there are any shed stone feathers around? There do not. Does it look like any of the feathers might be a little, you know, loose? No. All right. I have. Roger uh, is going to poke the statue in front of him. Uh, this one. Yep. All right. So, Roger, you see that this angel, as you're approaching to poke it, uh, this angel reaches towards the ceiling. Its face a mask of hatred. Um, and as you poke it, um, I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, this can only end well. Hello, Hello, Lord. <laughs> nice. Yep. Roll 3d6. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so, so as you poke it, as your finger makes contact, there's like a little bit of a static feeling. And then your your head rings a little bit as you take three psychic damage. Uh everybody sees some little 
chickies floating around Roger's head for a second. He's like, whoa, that's a punch. Somebody else try it. I know you're not making that at me there. All right. What kind of, uh, all right. Um, I can, I can magically create uh, one set of artisan tools is, is stone carving an artisan tool. I'm trying to remember what all the different artisan hey, tools I are. I think that wouldn't that be Mason's Mason. Maybe is that it? Is, yeah. All right. Uh, then I will make some Mason's tools and try to Mason's tools. And I will try to, um, I will try to, uh, yeah, we need to be take, a, take a, a feather off one of these statues. All right. So with my Mason's tools, yeah, you've got your, your chisel and hammer in hand. Um, and as you carefully approach it to a chisel off, you, you place a chisel. Um, and as the hammer strikes, I need a charisma saving throw. All right. All right. Twelve. Uh, and I might get to my flash of I'll do my flash of genius, sure. Uh hopefully that flash of genius uh it turned into a sixteen and hopefully that did something. Or didn't uh, do something. Uh, or didn't do something. Uh, sixteen yeah. will be enough. Yeah. Okay. Do I get an angel wing? Uh no, you get uh let's see. <laughs> You get about halfway through a feather, and then I need another charisma saving throw. Ah, okay. <clears throat> charisma saving throw. All right. Did that? Did that roll? I don't think that rolled. Did it? It did not. There we go. A fourteen. Uh, I'll do another flash of genius okay. just in case. <laughs> Uh, you hear whispers kind of at the edges of your, your mind, it seems, but uh, you you are able to successfully get a stone angel feather. All right. Uh, how many how many do we need? At least five more. Oh, goodness. <laughs> Roger looked up at the one in front of him, the one that, that zapped him. See if his mage hand can pull a feather off. No. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And he's just Wait, gonna you're... get really. I was about to say you it. you spoke for me there, mm-hmm. Mage Hand. I assume if and we just cut gonna... an entire wing off, we have enough feathers. We need different ones from different angels. <laughs> uh, guiding bolting. <laughs> so I just guide him bolt the wing and hope to knock some off. Yeah. So you yep. see, it it hits the the statue, and you see it starts to glow. Uh, whoever wants the next chisel on this gets advantage. And then Roger, as it's glowing, there's like this brief pulse of dark energy and the glow is gone. Uh, and there's, there was like a, a shriek as the, the light receded from it. All right. Time for me to give it a go. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll back up and let you go. All right, so which okay. one are you going to go for? Oop. Uh, the, the one that he did is the guy on the left there, right? Uh, yeah. So this one was the one Roger was trying for a feather from. This one has already had a feather gathered from it. Mm-hmm. All right, I want to come down here. 
and I'm gonna check this guy out. Gonna check him up and down. Mm-hmm. Use my googly goggles on him. Yeah, you see that this angel holds its hands to its face, concealing its visage. Hmm. So what I gotta do? Cast blindness on him. Hmm. I got nothing, guys. I was I was poking at look angry, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, The one uh, you were poking at was reaching towards the ceiling. It's face a mask of hatred. How tall are these statues? Um, They're about 12 foot. Mm. All right. So uh, V Gorn's been was the only successful one, right? Uh, Correct. Yes. All right. Uh, you you are all incompetent. I must say, uh, I will continue on this one, <laughs> and I'm going to try to. Uh, uh, you want me to do a charisma saving throw here? Uh, nope. This one is different. So, uh, as you touch it, I need a wisdom saving throw. Oh, a wisdom saving throw. Well, that's not very good. And my don't worry, it only tingles a little. Thirteen. I will do uh, my. Uh, genius. Nice. Yeah. So uh, you're you're able to. Uh, there, there's uh, a, again like a couple of like sparks of some sort of energy as you're chiseling, but uh, nothing seems to happen. You get about halfway through one feather, and then I need another wisdom th- saving throw. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's nothing's gonna save that, buddy. Yep. So just as you've chiseled through most of a feather and just as you're about, just as you strike the last blow to like carve mm-hmm. the feather out, um, <laughs> I need you to roll 3d6. Oh, geez. 3d6, 3d6, 3d6. It's just a mild tingle. It won't hurt that much. <laughs> All right. So uh, you, your chisel carves through the stone um, and you watch it kind of tumble end over end to the floor. And as it hits the ground, um, there's this ringing sound. And Vigorn, it rings and rings in your head. And you take eight psychic damage. <laughs> and the, the ringing uh, gets louder and louder and louder. And then stops. Okay. And Jeez, a mild tingle. Nothing too all bad. right. So that is... Two wings that we have. Did I get that last wing? Yes. Okay. I'm almost out of flash of geniuses. All right. I will come over to this one and begin to work. Someone else wants to do something. My friend, hold on just a second. Soon, Fenner walks over and places a hand on his shoulder, which I'm sure Vigorn being slightly odd won't like but nope, we'll say, I don't like other people touching me <laughs> we'll, we'll say may, may soon look after you in this endeavor and his hand will glow and um, he will cast guidance okay. uh, on uh, on Vigorn and then he will step back okay and what kind of uh, saving throw do I need for this one uh, let's see Oh, that's only ability checks, not saving throws. Damn, yes. never mind. Uh, Sorry, that was Would uh, help with saving throws. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bad idea. So you see, uh, this angel holds its hands to its face, concealing its visage. 
Um, so you you start chiseling on this one. Wait, mm-hmm. wait, big one. Oh, too late. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, he, <laughs> uh, Fenrir calls out. Wait, wait, wait. Um, the first hammer strikes the chisel. Um, and uh, Vigorn, you hear a soft voice in your head, and it it just seems to be repeating the same two words over and over. Do you speak celestial? I do not. Yep. You just hear a, a soft voice kind of uh, half whispering in your head over and over the same two words. Okay. Uh, Can I oh, keep chiseling? Oh, yep. Yeah. Able- one before. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Mm-hmm. You're able to chisel the feather off of this one. Oh, well, you see, I, I, I got the hang of this. We're all, we're all set here. <laughs> before you, before you do anything else, I, I have been unable to guide you, obviously, but what I can do is bless you. Okay. All right. Attack with a saving throw. Before. Okay. Nice. Oh, thank you. I, I feel, I feel, uh, yeah, Happy. I feel good. <laughs> I don't know what this feeling is. Is this what uh, good, good feelings are? This, this is the way I live, brother. <laughs> All right. So this angel here, uh, what does it look like? Maybe I should pay attention to what it looks like. Yeah, this angel claws at its eyes and its face appears torn and rent. All right, I don't like that. What's what's this one look like? <laughs> uh, uh, this angel covers its eyes with its arm, but appears to be smiling. All right. And this one? Uh, this one kneels on the floor and buries its face in its arms. All right. This one? Uh, yeah. Uh, this angel stands with uh, its feet apart, head downcast, arms at its side. Diggy, you only got a minute, bud. You got to make a decision. Okay, and this one. <laughs> uh, this one uh, points at a spot on the cavern wall, and its mouth hangs open in horror. You've used about half your bliss. All right, I'm running over here doing this one. All right. Uh, so you uh, start to chisel, and mm-hmm. you hear a soft voice in your head, uh, okay. half whisper in common, and says, do not lose hope. Okay. Um, and as you, you're the last uh, cham- uh, hammer hits the, the, the chisel to free the, the feather, um, your chisel starts to glow a little bit and then it spreads to your hand. You feel just like you, you see the, the, the soft, faint glow spread throughout your body. Yeah, Roger, it's pointing at the wall. Um, uh, let's see. It's... Uh, it's it's pointing at the wall down here. Mm-hmm. Can I make out like what it is pointing at, or or it's it's pointing at the wall. Mm-hmm. I will go over there and investigate this wall while he finishes whatever it is he's doing. All right, mm-hmm. we're good. So Vigorn, we're, uh, let's see. You got this one. I help investigate the wall. All right, I'm gonna run over and just do this one. I didn't like him pointing at the wall. I didn't know what that was. Yeah. So let's see. You've got four out of six, right? Mm-hmm. So this one, um, let's see. So as your hammer strikes it, uh, it to to hit the feather, um, 
you feel like your 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 head sh- your your mind shifts your consciousness shifts and you're like in the the blank matrix room and you okay. see yeah. uh you see the angel but they're not a stone in this place um and they're kind of like uh wings uh slowly flapping uh before you and they say uh ask ask uh can i have your wing please i i really need it um and it reaches up to its wing uh and plucks a feather and holds it in its hand but looks up t- back towards you and says ask uh can i have that feather is what i meant uh and then it looks up at you into your eyes directly at you and says ask um, I already asked you. And you, you get the <laughs> sense, Vigorn, that you can ask it a single question concerning a specific goal, event, or activity to occur within several seven days. Uh let's see. Uh within seven days. Uh ask it if uh uh hmm. <laughs> uh will uh Will we run into that evil uh, guy that has been chasing us? Uh, you, whatever his name is, <laughs> Inagu. got his name. Yeah, Inagu. Um, hmm. within seven days. Uh, so you in this place, um, your vision. Uh, so you're in this like blank space. Um, the angel kind of holds a feather out to you and there's this kind of distortion around it. And it's like, you can see into a crystal ball. You see Yanagu like running and, and hunting, sniffing. Um, and you recognize one of the places that you have been recently. It's the path Mm -hmm. out of here back towards Viseran. Um, and you see, Yanagu sniffing at this place and then howling and running off. Uh, and there's this thunderous, you know, steps as it runs away, uh, as he runs away. Um, and then uh, it seems like you get the sense that time fast forwards a little bit and you see Gopher step forward and kind of look around up, down, doesn't see anything and then steps forward and you see the rest of the party traveling through the way Yanagu came from. Hmm. All right. So I don't think we're going to run into him, run into him. So I think that's uh, very good. All right. Uh, do I get the wing from this guy though? Yep. So uh, you come back to your senses. Uh, apparently you've been like chiseling at autopilot just as the last like hammer strikes the chisel and the feather falls away. You, you like pop back into consciousness. Cool. All right, uh, one more. I run over here. Um, and as his glow is fading, I'll I'll cast blessed on him one more time. <laughs> Not a problem. That's all you get, buddy. I'm running out of first level spell slots, if you will. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay. Uh, so this one, uh, you, uh, your hammer strikes the chisel. And mm-hmm. what, by the way, is everyone okay with Vigorn doing the chiseling here? Nobody else wants to get a feather. <laughs> yeah. Just want to check oh, and make sure. Gopher and I are investigating a wall over here. That's we're true. we're really yeah. looking at this wall. 
Okay. I might I might take one from him, but uh, he's the one proficient in Mason's tools. <laughs> and so Roger and Gopher are investigating this wall super thoroughly. Uh, let's see, Fenner, you were helping out. Bigorn, uh, Raka, uh, you're all you're all set with this. Yeah, uh, and supposedly I shouldn't be able to get worse than a twenty-seven. Just uh, <laughs> throwing that out there. Nice. Just if it mattered. And you, you can gather up more feathers than just six, by the way. So if, if you, if Rocky, you wanted to be working on some feathers, then that's fine too. Yeah. I don't want to hog. Uh, if there's someone who, who wants to, uh, give this a try, feel free. Raga says, somebody said more feathers. And she's just going <laughs> to turn around and smash the statue as prompted by, by Roger earlier. <laughs> okay. So yeah, any feathers fly off. Finner would not have have wanted to deface any statue that he he's reading is obviously some type of you know uh, uh, gift or ode to some god or goddess somewhere. So he's he's nervous about defacing these to begin with. So he's just going to stand in the middle and watch. I, I should say that Rock is going to wait until the investigating is done before doing any smashing. Sure. Since that was the pointing statue. Uh, so Vigorn, um, let's see. So you go to chisel this one. I need a wisdom saving throw as you are, as you're chiseling and, and as you feel this, uh, energy like hit you, um, you see the glow that had been on you from, uh, the other angel, Mm -hmm. um, like puts up a protective barrier before you. So you can make this okay. throw at advantage. Oh, okay. Okay. Ooh, run back and touch that statue before you go to the next one. Mm-hmm. Nice. So that is a success uh, with that. Um, mm-hmm. You see uh, the, the barrier uh, keeps out this horrible, horrible, like nightmarish creature. Um, and it like, slams on that uh glowing barrier in front of you and then dissipates <laughs> okay where is the glowing barrier uh sorry that dissipates as well oh okay uh basically just you know rping the the advantage on the wisdom saving throw, protecting you from having nightmares ah okay all right so we have uh five feathers uh does anybody want to get a six feather just in case yeah so we'll, absolutely i want to get as many as possible we should get them all <laughs> we'll cut over they to, seem valuable we'll cut over Collect to them all. raka who was uh getting a feather from this angel uh um, raka as uh your axe comes down and you strike um you kind of you uh get the same kind of sensation that uh Vigorn did you you kind of you're you're the the world falls away and you like kind of blink and find yourself in this uh blank like matrix loading room uh and you see that the angel in front of you kind of rises up it wasn't a kneeling position on the floor burying its face in its hands it uh takes its arms away from uh its head and rises up off the floor and looks at you and says in a soft voice what would you know? Ask and I shall answer. Oh, and boy. I need Raka to make an intelligence saving throw. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Um, I think I this does not add here. my. Uh, th- this should have a plus two as well. Okay. And Fenner, when you were blessing people, was you can do up to three creatures. Was it just Vigorn? It would have been. I would have been ignoring Roger and Gopher, so it would have been me, uh, Rock, and Vigorn. Okay. So Rock, roll a D four as well. Nice. So total of twenty. Um, so that is a success. Um, so you can ask two questions. Two. Oh man. Rocco's brain is exploding. Uh, her first question is, should we trust Vizarin, the wizard in the tower who sent us on this journey? And then her second question will be, will we ever run into Jessica and Fenner's sister in the Underdark? Um, yeah, so... Uh, Fenner bouts his head and a little tear runs down his cheek when he hears <laughs> Robert. <laughs> not sure where it comes from, but he just feels loved for a second. So the the first question was running into who? Should we trust? Do do we trust? Uh, should we trust Vizarin, the yeah. wizard in the tower? So you see, uh, the angel uh, holds out their hands, and you see that same kind of like scrying orb, circle circular image, um, and it's a vision of Vizarin. Uh, meeting with some people um, it's like some sort of meal and there's a toast and Vizarin, you know, holds up uh, his glass and, and toasts to, it looks like, you know, other fellow wizards or dignitaries, some sort of important people. Um, and, you know, they take a, a drink of uh, this liquid um, and you see Vizarin starts to laugh as uh, the other creatures start to like crumble and, and fall to the ground um, and then are, are dragged out of the chamber by uh, Vizarin's assistant. Ooh, very juicy. You get the sense that uh, should you trust Vizarin, uh, the so who would Raka try? Like, so if you're, you're asking this creature and this creature is reaching out on your behalf, what demigod spirit of a long dead sage or other mysterious entity from another plane would this angel reach out to on Raka's behalf? Ooh, from another plane. <clears throat> Raka, let's see. So, I mean, Raka being an orc has various gods, but I don't know if they're on any other planes. Um, do you know if there are any common ones that maybe Rocco could reach out to? Uh, I think so. Grumpsh, maybe? If if I'm not mixing up the lore. Uh, yeah, that she does... Um, Worship Grump from a like war god type perspective. Um, so you get the image of uh, Grumsh. <laughs> Grumsh. Um, and, and so Raka sees within this orb 
Um, it looks like uh, an eye uh, that turns to look directly at Raka. Um, and you hear a deep, booming voice say, um, Never trust someone like this. You get the idea that no, you should not trust Vizirin. <laughs> yes, and so Raka will certainly relay this and the uh, political and manipulative nature that he seems to be showing in, in this vision. And then you had a second question about meeting Jessica and Fenner's sister. Yes, Fenner, I forget your sister. Yeah, what was... Sorry, I was on mute. Was on mute. To me. To me. Um... So you, you're the, the crystal ball kind of vision shifts and you see Jessica uh, and Fenner's sister. Um, they're in, you know, traveling somewhere under the Underdark, some sort of situation. Um, but wherever it is, it's like opaque and kind of fades away. Um, and the angel uh, just sighs and says their fates are unclear. Are they together? They are not together. It was like uh, two two separate different places. Or maybe uh, they're together. I'm not sure. It's It was kind of obscured, you know? The answer from the deity or from this angel was unclear. There's still hope. That is what that means. Ex- exactly. Yep. Uh, magic eight ball. Answer unclear. Ask again later. Yep. Uh, and then Raka returns to her senses uh, to see the the axe buried in the angel's wings, but has dislodged a feather. Nice. All right. Knowing she's alive is enough for me. Whenever we get here, I've, the search can go on. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm exactly. not familiar with, with everybody's backstories, so I wasn't sure if they were alive or dead. I was just, you know. Hopefully. So at least, at least for me, a- I didn't know. I came to the Underdark uh, because my sister had been... Uh, uh, kidnapped from uh, from the family farm in the uh, uh, by a drow raiding party. So that's how I met this crew. Was I was heading to the drow encampment that they were at to look for when they had and ran into them as they had escaped. So I know she's not Rogers with the, is, those drow. I just don't know. Yeah, Rogers is not far off of that where he came home from work and. Jessica was missing and he launched an investigation and the best he got was that she had been drug off by some devils or demons. He really doesn't know the difference. So, eh. and it seemed that they went into the underdark somewhere. And so he just, Ian Roger ran after and stumbled into you guys. Awesome. Well, it looks like there is one more encounter in this chapter. So we'll, uh, We'll deal with that uh, next week then. And then the following weeks, we can go with uh, the next chapter. Very nice. Great. All right. We got all the ingredients. That's good. You did. Just one more encounter and then we can. Oh, uh, do, do we not need to get uh, some kind of demon blood? Wasn't that, wasn't that one of the ingredients? Yep. So you got uh, the demon lord's blood from the horns of the Garisto, who had uh, stabbed, basically, uh, Yanagu during that fight. Okay. I didn't know if we were, that was part of it was we were going to have to find Inagu to get his particular blood, but it was already there to be had. 
Yep. Just remember, Sweet. after you scrape all that demon blood off the horns into a vial, you need to lick the whatever remains off to uh, make sure you get it all. Make sure you you lick and swallow and and consume. Uh-huh. Right? Yep. Is that what Roger did? <laughs> uh, oh no, Roger was busy um, trying to find micro mushrooms. Uh huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. So are we? Uh, is that the end of the chapter? Is that a level up or no? That is not a level up. There's one more encounter to go, Almost. and then we'll, uh, and then it'll be a level up, and and whatever Raka has for us next. Yep. We managed to get the eighth angel feather, or is there more RP that goes with that one? Um, so let's see. Because Roger would tell Vigorn to go back and get that shield again from the other from that angel, and before he went to the next one. Uh, I think we. There's this one in the far south here that I don't think we'd got yet. But. Yeah, I, I think we covered pretty much all of them. Um, uh, I'm not sure which one it was that we did not. Yeah, there's just one random one here in the southeast corner. I don't know. We can just hand wave it and say that we got all eight. I'm happy with that. Sure. Yeah. Th- so these were all the beneficial ones. All the beneficial ones were, were covered. So it would have been uh, either more psychic damage or something else. Yarn runs, grabs a shield, goes to that one with the bless and the shield, blah, blah, blah. Yep. All right. So with, with that, I guess we'll uh, we'll call it a session and uh, regroup uh, next time. Sounds great. Thanks so much. Yeah. Uh, Raka, can you go into the lore channel? Oh, you already did it. I- I'm all <laughs> over it. <laughs> um in a follow-up um i wanted to ask dms what it would take for me to uh finally pick up a magical um projectile weapon as well because i don't have that yet uh that would be service awards i think uh i don't know mm-hmm. that we found one i don't think we found any treasure like that i, w- I would think we found a plus two weapon and i have a plus two short sword but i'd I'm also starting to think maybe I should get a, I don't know, just trying to figure out how to acquire that. Yeah, that would be the, yeah, the service awards. Awards. Just got to, you know, track them on a, on a spreadsheet or something and then uh, use the, the rules to get one. Yeah. Uh, I'll be out March 15th, so I don't know how long uh, the next chapter is, but uh, I'll be out. March 15th. Okay. I guess we can just. So a month to... from now, pretty much. So I might be DMing that. We can just be. It'll be a break. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It could still be my chapter, but yeah, Mm -hmm. we'll play by ear. Yep. Okay. All right. Thanks, guys. Yep. Yep. Thank you. Uh, Thanks a Thank you for joining us tonight. We hope you enjoyed the game. The intro and outro music is titled Battle and was created by Symbolbird and is licensed under the Creative Commons license. You can find this music at soundcloud.com slash symbolbird slash battle. The music was edited by me. See you all next week.